everybody. Welcome to Optional Opinion here on the Nominous Radio Network. I'm your host, Eddie V. Thank you guys for tuning in. I have a great special guest. He is one-third of the host from the Simon's Cake podcast, which you can find on simonscake.wordpress.com. Everybody, please welcome George. How's it going, everybody? Good to be here. Yay! You're back. You're back. <laughs> um, if you Once haven't, again. yes. If you haven't heard, uh, George, Camille, and Joe, um, the hosts of Simon's Cake Podcast, they were on a previous episode uh, talking about gaming libraries. So if you missed that, uh, check it out. It is on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. If you subscribe, it should be on your feed, so you should be able to check it out. But today is a special. Episode because we're going to have a discussion of <laughs> yes we're going to have a discussion about the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Um, it was released on November twentieth, two thousand eleven. Um, and before we get into the main discussion, uh, George, uh, uh, when did you get the game? Oh God, I think I bought it when it released. Because me and Camille, or my friend Camille, were really excited. We were like, you know what, let's get it. So I think it was, what holiday was it, the, the year that you just said? Like, uh, you got it when it released. Yeah, it was made, I think it was probably close to Thanksgiving or Black Friday. Because I remember getting it, like, the day that it came out. Like, I, I was working at, uh, um... At the place that I'm still working at now And we actually got a copy And I put it to the side So I could be the first person to buy it And I still have Yeah, I still have my copy uh, Original copy That still has the Zelda Symphony soundtrack on in it Like the first one Me too Yay I got uh, got it Black Friday I think so too But I definitely didn't beat it anytime soon after that (laughs) Me neither me neither. I tried, uh, and I think I got stuck with just other games because I was still playing my PlayStation Two um, around that time, um, and my PlayStation Three around that time. There was just so many games that came out that holiday. Um, well, just like every holiday comes out. Um, what drew you to play the game? Uh, just to be there once again. Uh, I had beaten like Wind Waker. A while back before that And I just wanted to get back into another big 3D adventure For Zelda And I had been like Ever since uh, Ocarina I've been playing every new one that's been coming out Besides maybe the handheld ones Like all the big 3D Zelda So I was like oh another one let's do it Yeah It's been a while too since the, There had been a new one So I was, I was ready for a new one It it all it had to say was the Legend of Zelda and I was like already sold um and then I seen once I seen the artwork I was just like oh my goodness this is beautiful like when I seen Wind Waker uh I was just you know of course I was like okay that looks so good and seeing it in real in real time I was just like okay this surpassed anything that I have ever seen and played like they took uh cell shading to a whole nother level and then I seen this game in motion and and they were just talking about it and I was just like, I'm gonna be here for almost a year and a half trying to get everything in this game because it, it was just so beautiful art wise and because I'm such a huge Zelda fan, I, I my thing was like I could explore in this land and they might have secret dungeons that, you know, Compared to bigger dungeons and, and the exploration and adventuring was just like all that I need. And that's what drew me in. So we're going to get. Uh, <laughs> oh, go ahead. 
Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about everything too soon. I know. Go ahead and say what you was going to say. Cause I, was talking- I was just going to say uh, that it's cool that there is still like two separate worlds, like the sky world and uh, and the, the world on the ground that like, definitely different comparatively to like how you explore them and what there is to explore. It was pretty cool. Yes. So, my first question off the bat, um, what makes this game one of the decisive games in Zelda history? Like, why do people argue about why it's good and why it's bad? Or, you know, just why do they keep saying that Skyward Sword is probably one of, not confusing, but just, like, what makes people want to question the game, if they like it or not? Mm-hmm. Uh it's Zelda has such a big history and it's got a lot of expectations, especially when, whenever a new one is out, like everyone's ready to either love it or hate it, both sides. And, uh, I know for this one, I, um, I was coming out a, bit, a little skeptical cause I had finished, uh, Twilight Princess on Wii. And I was like, I don't know about these Wii controls still. Like it's, they're fun for certain games, but I don't know about Zelda and swinging swords. And I know this one was uh, was very heavily about Wii Motion Plus and, and using the sword in all different angles to, to use as, me- as a mechanic. So, um, like, everyone's very critical about this one for different reasons. And I know um, for myself, personally, I really enjoyed the story most. mostly. I enjoyed, like, getting into, like, this is... Apparently, the the start of the legend. This is the legend of Zelda right here, the very beginning uh, of the whole story. And that kind of was like, wow, when I realized that, like, oh, this is like setting the groundwork for all the other ones. Yes. Like, that is amazing. And not only that, but uh, uh, I, I enjoyed the artwork. I know a lot of people coming from Wind Waker. When it first came out, everyone was like, nope, that's the worst art. What are they doing? They just did Twilight. It should go more realistic. Yeah. And now this. Skyward is a blend of both, which is kind of... It was good and bad for, for different reasons. But I, I liked it. I, I thought the art was okay. Uh, uh, speaking of art, and <laughs> this is a side discussion before we get back in. There was a post on Facebook um, and the Nintendo Voice Chat forum. And uh, mm-hmm. there was somebody uh, who posted a story that someone posted on Twitter. I don't know how. That they got mad... That Breath of the Wild, the new game that's coming out for Wii U and, and Nintendo NX, was it sure. the game that uh, they showed on the Wii U as a demo? So Nintendo never said nothing about. Uh, they were just like, "This is a game that can could be done, and this is a Zelda game that could be looked upon as a Zelda title for Wii U." And someone actually got mad to be like, got mad that. Uh, the demo that they showed wasn't a real game. Uh, they actually thought that demo that they showed on the Wii U when it first came out before Breath of the Wild was even mentioned in 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually got mad that they changed the art style. And was just like, wait, this was only a demo to show off the Wii U. This is not an official title of the game. Sure, sure. It, it, uh, I mean, yeah, you can't, you can't, uh, it's true you're going to have your 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 initial reaction to it, but at the end of the day, demos are always different from what the the creators are going to intend to finish with the game. You know, it's it's going to be different. You got to be open and ready for that. 
Right. It, it was just weird to be like, wait, you you know this was a demo before the system even came out. And I mean, I mean, it, it is important. Like art is that's what you're going to be looking at the whole time. If you want a certain style, it, it's going to suck if it's not the style you wanted. But you got to at least keep an open mind that it's going to change from demo to to finished product. And knowing Nintendo, they always change their art style for every game or most of the games that they play. I mean, produce, I should say. Not very true, very true. Uh, For me, uh, answering the question of what makes this game one of the decisive games in Zelda history, I think it's because of the gameplay. I think people... Uh, and this is a question that we'll talk about later. I think people hated the fact that they had to use Wii Motion Plus. I don't think nothing is wrong with the game or anything like that. I think people just didn't want to be swinging their remote around to use as a sword. Uh, you know, I, I don't mind that aspect of the game. What I don't like about the mechanic is that it's constantly thrown at you every every like second. Like a new enemy introduced, you got to use Wii Motion Plus to attack it, or you got to use a certain uh, attack to. Like I, I coming from like a hack and slash kind of mode with uh-huh. Ocarina through like newer games, like yeah, like I'm sure that's what people kind of expect too. But this one, you have to be very precise about how you're swinging your sword and using the Wii Motion. So I, that's what got to me, and I, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but uh, uh, I, I do like that they introduced that for this game. It's just, yeah, like, it's constantly throwing, oh, you gotta cut the rope this way, you gotta attack the the flower this way, it's just, oh. <laughs> but, but you know what, I think stuff like that, I think that's more realism than someone saying that, oh, the realism of war in Battlefield 1. Be like, no, that's not realism. Swinging the sword, or swinging the sword some in a certain way on Skyrim's sword is realism because you're actually doing the motions. Um, compared mm-hmm. to you sitting back and pressing a button, like, like I believe, like Nintendo was was trying to make it feel like you was carrying a sword and being an adventurer and exploring because that's what Zelda has always been, and being as a player, um. It, it it makes being in a dungeon and being in a fight more uh more st- uh, strategic and making you aware that if you ever got into these situations in real life, pressing a button won't help you. You got to actually know what to do, or you have to come up with a strategy to survive. And I feel like that's more realism than hiding behind a barrel or in pressing a uh. R1 button and then R2 or L1 button and then R2 to shoot. Like, like that's just, that's just gameplay control. What I feel like Skyward Sword is just more realistic. Mm, and, okay. and, and you gotta realize a lot of gamers, and, and I hate to say this, a lot of gamers are not that active when it comes to video games. Outside, meaning that we haven't swung a sword in real life. Now, if you wanna say, Okay, but I swung a nurse sword. That's a play sword. Go ahead. Hold on one sec. I gotta. Uh, someone's knocking my door real quick. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, continue. Sorry, um, Luke. That's okay. Um, and we haven't like picked up a real sword. Like 
if you go to medieval times of there's one available and you see people like the actors using their source those that's the real thing like we haven't swung stuff like that in real life because they cost mm-hmm. too much and who has a kid going to have a sword like that exactly yeah but you know we haven't studied fencing or at at all so i feel like with sky resort we were giving we were giving that chance to be like, hey, with these remote, with these controls, you guys will feel like, will feel how it feels to swing a sword. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, for me, to rebel, I like, it's, it's awesome, the idea that, sure, like, you're walking around with, with the Wii remote in your hand, feeling like you are swinging a sword uh-huh. most of the time, but at the same time, while you're playing Skyward Sword, it, it, kind of takes away and just adds this level of frustration that you don't necessarily need to have to enjoy a game. I, I get the, the realism that or the mix of like 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 you want to have this feeling of like you are you have the sword in your hand. You have control over it. Right. But while I'm trying to like sit there and I'm not feeling any resistance or I'm not feeling like like I was remembering there's certain bosses or certain fights that you'd have to Slightly move your your hand to the right and then swing really quick. Yes. But I I just felt like whenever I would have to try to move my hand to position it, it would swing it in the game, thinking that I was trying to swing in it. When I'm really just trying to move my hand down to get it to swing the opposite way that it should be swinging. So there's just like, like no, that's not what I intended. But the we picked it up that I moved my hand fast enough to make it a swing, okay. and that in itself like. Was just adding like oh, okay no that's not what I wanted stop and I uh, just kept doing it and I I never got the full grasp of the controls and so maybe having this kind of like okay you really got to like move your hands slightly slower than what you really want to do it so it just like that reminder of like okay we're we're not in the game we're playing a game remember that you're playing a video game like took me out of the immersion of like. I'm not. I don't have a sword in my hand. I have a Wii controller that I have to control a certain way. And it was too connected and too accurate for you to enjoy yeah, exactly. in a way. Okay, uh, which kind of mm-hmm. goes into our next uh, question. Um, didn't people want this style of gameplay? Like they they said the things they could do with a, a, a lightsaber from Star Wars. Like wasn't this what people wanted? It's sure. I'm like you can imagine. Like that's the same thing with VR. Like, don't you feel like people might want to be in the game or be more and more immersed into it? Yeah. But like, once you start to actually control it, and it's just you can't you can't take away from the precision of like this button makes me swing right, this button makes me swing left or something like that. Like, yes. That precision is like okay. That's very intentional. Whereas your hand like translated into digital form moving left might be something different in like the actual motion of it like the tra- it'll get lost in translation so yeah i think people uh, it still needs to get a little tweaked but at the end of the day who knows if this is what people really want in their video games i, I still see people like constantly say give me a controller over we we remotes give me a controller every time because for for ages it still works like as intended but, I mean, maybe one day it'll get good enough that people are like, I want to actually be in the game, and then 
you'll be able to fully control that character in the game. Did you feel that uh, with this style of gameplay in Skyrim Sword that uh, that it changed people's minds of how a Star Wars game would have been done if Nintendo, if the same gameplay mechanics were in a Star Wars game, do you think people would still be fine with it uh, compared to it being in Skyward Sword? I should say. It's it's kind of difficult to ask because, like, I, I'm sure it, this turned off a lot of people for, for like, motion controls, but mm-hmm. I feel like people have kind of, you know, the, the people that got into Skyward Sword already have accepted that we controls are, are kind of a thing. Like, they enjoy the, that kind of gameplay mm-hmm. at, at the point where Zelda came out. But when, when it first started to come out, it was very new to people, and you either jo- joined the crowd or didn't when it come, came to motion controls. So uh, I feel like this kind of makes me excited that, you know, this kind of technology will improve and will get better, and we will one day get that that awesome uh, lightsaber battle or that awesome uh, Zelda adventure with a sword in your hand, but it's it's still not there yet when, when you get into Skyward Sword. For me. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get into uh, what did we like about the game? Um, uh, for me, personally, it was the fighting. I love the gameplay. Um I love the dungeons and I love the adventuring because there wasn't to me it feels like I can make my own side quest and go and kind of go anywhere that I want to. And but I mean and I know that that's been already been done in a lot of Zelda games, but I felt like this game for me kind of changed the way that I think about gameplay in a Zelda. That when I have to be strategic and I have to think and and uh, get used to the controls and stuff. It makes me feel like I'm playing something fresh and new. Then just waiting for a tutorial and waiting for a button a button press prompt to come up and then pressing it and stuff. Like I feel like the old the other Zelda games that I, I got so used to them that it didn't make me look forward to anything besides the dungeon and and, and sometimes the story and whatever new equipment that I was going to get. Where I feel like Skyward Sword kind of changed my whole deal and perspective of a Zelda game to be like, okay, this is definitely for me personally the new way to play a Zelda game. Yes, a lot of people might say that's crazy, but I'm just like. I, I feel more interactive with this, and with that, with the interactivity, it's just it just makes me more immersive and makes me want the game more um, to find out what what this game has to offer. Oh, I, I definitely agree that every new aspect that you ran into definitely added a level of excitement. It's like, how do I take care of this enemy this time? Like, there was um, like those. Those towers that shoot lasers at you? Yes. It's like, oh, I've seen that before in another Zelda game. But you, you start to notice the pattern that you... Like, you can't just slash at it. You have to hit it in a certain direction or pattern. And I thought that was interesting and, and cool. Like, I, I definitely agree. I'm like, oh, this is... There's new ways of handling this, this section. So, uh, going from dungeon to dungeon was, was very interesting. And I, I didn't use the dousing uh, technique. I didn't use that much. Uh, I, I kind of forgot all about it. 
Um, but it, there was just something about slashing, just just hitting the enemies and sometimes going crazy and wild. But sometimes just really thinking like, with this new way of playing, how do I now go uh, tackle a boss? And I sometimes I'm like, it, it felt good to die for me because mm-hmm. it was just like, okay, I want to learn piece by piece on how to do it so that when I'm when I get to this boss again. Bam! I know what to do, and I can make the battle worthwhile. But what about you? Oh, for sure. What did you did you what you like I, about I, the game? Yeah. Uh, okay. So first, definitely the story. Should we get into spoilers? Yeah. I don't know you if can. Go ahead. Okay. Um, just knowing that this is the original, like, like you're setting the groundwork for the rest of the Zelda franchise, and you you kind of create the Master Sword. And you level it up, and you even go to the place that you put it in that the rest of Zelda life constantly goes back to. It's like, this is where the Master Sword and the pedestal goes to. Like, that blew my mind. Like, just knowing that I'm the first Link, this is the first Zelda, this is the first, like, everything. Like, like, that's awesome. To be part of that, to finally see that, to finally set the groundwork for that, that was great. So, so story-wise, and to see that happen... Cool. Um, to see even like the birth of Ganon and kind of like that that whole the the whole tr- the Triforce of Zelda Link and Ganon like finally starting to battle each other that was great. Uh, as far as the game, Skyview, uh, I, I could take it or leave it, but the ground like the the, the world like Fernwood, the the volcano and the the desert, the, like just exploring those those. Uh, individual places was great. I love the interacting with, with new enemies the very first time. Yes, and then um, uh, the even the lake too. It was just like this. There's these new levels to explore, and like you're saying, there's excitement to you know tackling new puzzles differently with the controls. Like that that was very interesting. Also, I liked um, I liked this like. It was a hit or miss for me with um, that mechanic of uh, finding the teardrops. Yes. Uh, or I forgot what they were called. But yeah, like before you could open uh, a dungeon, you had to do this basically like a little mini game, and you couldn't use your weapons. And that to me kind of like added this level of like, oh man, this this part is kind of scary. You got to run from these guys and make sure you don't get caught. For me, that that was kind of cool. A little mini game before before the, the dungeons, but the bosses were definitely uh, are, are always something to look forward to in Zelda games, and they, they definitely delivered with this one too, with the bosses. I love the, uh, bo- I think it's the second dungeon, second or third dungeon, where you had to bow the bomb to the boss, like, you had to go up and, like, miss all the uh, ball, um, the, uh, I cannot think of the name, um, the rocks that's uh, rolling down to you, the boulders, they're rolling down to you, mm-hmm. and then you just get to a point where you just roll the bomb into the thing and blow it up. <laughs> I think that's one of my favorite uh, bosses. There's still more, um, and this is, I won't say a disclaimer, but I haven't finished Skyrim Sword yet, but I do plan on finishing it, because uh, there's just so much in that game. Um, 
that I love. I definitely, like I said, I still love the art style. This is one of the better art styles. Cause I think with the Zelda game that you, it's a series that you have to change the art style with each game, uh, you play. Sure. Um, I don't know if you feel that same way or anything. Uh, ever since like, you get used to Ocarina's life or style, but when they did Twilight, I was like, "This looks pretty, pretty awesome." And then they went to uh, uh, Wind Waker. It's like, "Oh no!" But you, you, you eventually love it. I eventually loved it. Yeah. And the fact that they're kind of mixing this cartoony look to uh, and and very like like hand drawn look into 3D and realistic, it's it's kind of starting to come into its own its own life. And that's why even with with uh, the new one, Breath of the Wild, it's it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, just to see that still still blend together. The thing with uh, Wind Waker HD that stands out is how they make Link expressive, and I think cell shading that game the way that they did was the only way to uh, showcase that. And because like when he's when he has this uh when when he has the Wind Waker and he's doing the melodies and stuff and just going into a full uh full playing or when he made the Karaoke dance and stuff, it it looks so good when everything's jolly and it just brings a happiness and a smile to me when I see that. And it's just like uh still with Wind Waker HD uh. If you haven't played the uh, Wind Waker series, do play the HD version. It it looks mm-hmm. even more beautiful, and I'm just like, this is not only charming for kids, but this is just charming for any Zelda player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the music matches so well with Wind Waker, yeah, and, and the art, like that whole. Uh, I don't know the exact word to describe, but just hearing like the flute and the fiddle playing along with. That that cel shaded style, like it, it looks, it, it just has a nice overall theme to it. Like you said, it warms the heart. Yes, and Sky Resort has still has good tracks. Um, I just love the orchestra, uh, the music in Sky Resort. Breath of the Wild, I can't wait to hear that soundtrack. Like I, I just hope, hope. I know there's not going to be much music in it, uh, but. I can't wait to hear whatever they put into that game, music-wise. Because the trailer, if you have not seen it, everybody about seeing it now. Uh, I, I'm, I actually gonna need to look at how many views this trailer has for Breath of the Wild because it has to be probably about four million. I think it yeah, has to be a lot. It's gone. Okay, so uh, oh, go ahead. Real quick, as far as the music um, for. Skyward, it was a lot of hit or miss for me. I want to say that I definitely enjoyed the orchestra and I loved like the theme of their music style in this one. Yeah. But even like uh, uh, I remember jumping on the bird and constantly hearing that music just go really epic right away. Yes. Kind of like no, hold back a little bit, <laughs> build into the themes. Like you don't have to be like ah like right away. Like like build to c- certain themes, but. Uh, once again, on the ground, on the ground world, it, I love like the dungeons, kind of like being a little creepy, being yes. a little like, what's around the corner, like ooh, like like spooky music, like that. To me, the music was really speaking to me when when you'd be exploring and when you'd be doing normal things in the game. And I have to say, if you have not been to uh, the Legend of Zelda: Symphony of the Goddess, they do some of the songs from Skyward Sword. The orchestra version, like the live orchestra version, is is so amazing. Like it, 
sometimes it makes you want want to cry compared to the music the way that it sounds in the game the live version because it sounds like they add a little bit more and sometimes i think they have like uh choral verse uh voices in it it is mind-blowing to be like okay you guys elevated this game's music with performing it live like it's ridiculous mm-hmm. even the, the little medleys that they do of, of different themes throughout the old games and hearing yes. it with a live orchestra it's it leaves you speechless sometimes why did because uh, me and Drush, uh actually went to the uh, Zelda concert uh, last year and why do people go crazy for Majora's Mask I don't know. Because we love Majora's Mask. I don't, I don't know why everyone... There's a lot of people that don't like that one. I love that one. That's one of my favorites. Do you know what... What? Because definitely for me, and I told Johnny Womack, uh, he's part of the Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce. Do check those guys' podcasts out too. Um, me and him was talking. I was just like, I cannot have a Zelda game tied. I get so stressed out. Have known that only got three days and it's supposed to be seventy two hours and I got a reset. I'm just like I cannot deal with that. I I have to have my Zelda open and having no time added to it because I want to explore and I want to have freedom and I feel like the time in Majora's Mask takes away my freedom. Uh, oh, you're not the only one. Every, everyone really has. Uh, I think people have more of a negative reaction to the time than they uh-huh. actually like the timing. But I, I honestly never let that get to me. Like, I remember, um, like, the first day is kind of uh, scary if you don't you follow a guide or whatever. It's like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Like, time's running down really quickly. Right. But once you're able to slow down time and you're able to to go from place to place, I just love that everything plays out in these three days. Like, that's so awesome that this town is constantly changing in those three days. And you, you can reset it. Like, it, it, there's, there's still unlimited time. So how you want to explore and check out the world? I was just you just like, gotta go back. <laughs> I was just like, give me five days. If I could do, if they gave me five days, I would have been fine. But three days, and knowing that time is going fast, I'm like, oh crap! Like something, something about the time in Zelda just tempts me, and I'm just like, oh crap! What I do? What I do? And then go, like going back and redoing everything or doing what I have to do, that's completely fine. But but just knowing that that's it, that's as a game mechanic just makes me feel tense. And sometimes I just be like, you know what, just kill me, because I can't do it. <laughs> just, I mean, if you think about it, too, that's definitely intentional. That that game wants to stress you out. It, it wants you to feel a little bit creeped out by the moon. You look at it, look at that face. It, no one wants to look at that thing. Exactly. And it gets closer and closer, the three days, It's it's intentional. And it's it's so funny. I, I right now I'm just talking about it. Persona Three FES um, because I played that one, and each day is t- is uh, like timed because uh, new stuff mm-hmm. happened throughout the game. Um, I played that and had no worries. And uh, there comes to a point, and this is a little bit spoiler. So if you haven't played it, uh, stop the podcast and uh, <laughs> play the game. It did come back. Come uh, back, though. Come back. <laughs> um, there's a point where you have a decision to make if you want to end the game early or do you want to see like the true ending. And I decided to do the true ending. So it gives you, uh, to like, I think almost December 25th or something around that time. 
And uh, of course I was getting levels Doing the story and stuff And you get to like the actual final boss Which is I think it's yourself Like a dark version of you But in in a manifested way Because um, you kind of have to beat him uh, And uh, once you did I think you as, you as the character dies um, uh, But it I mean having a time like like timeline like that was something that I enjoy. I've never thought of putting a time mechanic, a time limit mechanic in any role playing game. Never thought of that. Because I'm used to be like it's a forty plus hour RPG and I could take as much time that I want to. Don't have to really worry about nothing. Doing that in a Zelda game it's it's crazy beyond, and I can't believe they they did pull it off. It is has become successful because even with the remake, a lot of people still love Majora's Mask. It's just that time mm-hmm. mechanic. Like if they offered a Majora's Mask without that time mechanic, I would definitely play it and enjoy it. Um, but I think I just need to download the game and force myself to play it and give it another try. It's just. And probably just be like, someone support me because I don't know. <laughs> it, it is a, it is like frustrating when you're in that dungeon and you're like, no, I gotta beat the boss, and you're running low on time. You gotta complete it before the time. But it, it's awesome that um, I think the theme is is what really gets the people. This it feels so different from other Zelda. Yes, it feels so different. This whole like. You have to use masks, and you want to help people, and you want to do these certain things. And everyone's kind of depressed, like droopy. But you're there to save everyone. You're there to bring something, some light to these people's lives. I think, I think that kind of like that interaction with the story and the people in the game sets it apart from just exploring the worlds of Zelda. Yes, I think that's why people like it. So I, yeah, I, I just have to pick it up and uh, and go through the game. Um, moving on, um, are you surprised that many people are returning to uh, Skyward Sword uh, while some parents having their kids play Wind Waker? Like, people I talked to on Facebook which is like, yeah, I'm playing Skyward Sword, I'm playing Skyward Sword. I'm like, I'm going to give this game another try. And, like, a lot of people are enjoying it where... I'm reading people just like, you know, this is my kid, first time playing uh, the Zelda franchise, and they kind of want to go through everything, and I'm, I'm starting off with Wind Waker, and there's some, and some kids are kind of happy that they actually beat Wind Waker, and parents are asking, okay, where do I go next with the game? And for a lot of us, we've been like, go to the first Legend of Zelda. Like, I want to say Skyward Sword, but I think they need to play the NES games first. Like, mm-hmm. like not 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 play, not following as a timeline thing, but kind of follow it as the release of the games. So, are you like kind of surprised? Uh, I I know like Wind Waker is just it's so accessible, especially like it's cartoony enough that even kids will would like the the style. Like they won't complain about it, like, right? And adults would, but uh, it's it's still got that nature of like dungeons and uh, explore this this world like explore the the sea and and you know meet different characters and it's got like Wind Waker has awesome surprises in it so even kids will be excited to like oh I didn't know that that was something else uh, as as far as like once they beat it you know it, it'd be great 
for kids that like are constantly I want something new, I want something fresh, I want like I don't want to go back to old graphics. That's for that's for old people. Definitely like keep them in the realm of 3D. But if if you want kids to like respect the origins of of Zelda, I'd say even go back to maybe uh, uh, a Link to the Past, like like stuff like that, or Game Boy versions, or um, Link's Awakening, or, or a mix be- on their DS, uh, uh, a Link Between Worlds, like stuff like that. It still right. it still has the theme and life of of the Zelda game. I would say if if I say, I agree with you 100%. If I say Link to the Past, I'll say do that as the last game. Because uh, Link to the Past is difficult. And I think that would get a lot of kids frustrated more than Link to or uh, the first Legend of Zelda or any of the new 3D ones. I think like the uh, a Link to the Past is it's difficult to uh, understand how hit detection works because mm-hmm. if you if if you don't pay attention and thinking that you could just speed run or go through enemies and stuff and not realizing how much energy you're you're getting taken off of you um you will die quick in that game <laughs> and they it, it pulls no punches definitely for me uh when i when i when it first came out i was able to beat that game with ease still it's still able to beat it with ease but i didn't have no problems like i had as a adult i was just like i know a lot of people see this game as being hard and complaining but i'm just like i've never paid attention to the hit detection of if i if i get hit with it by enemy or even touch them they're going to do a lot of damage and so i have to be aware of where i'm walking and how i control in this game uh, oh yeah for sure the, the every Zelda kind of like coming from playing as a kid you enjoy the, the the fun of it you enjoy the exploring of it but then coming back to it you appreciate these finer details that that they might have put into the game like even the older Zelda you appreciate that like there's certain sections that you can't go to because they will take five, ten hearts away from you. Exactly. As opposed to only a couple. Like, that. that's definitely intentional to, to let you know, hey, this section is harder. Wait. Get better. Come back when you are when you have armor, when you have a, a different tunic to, to help you get through this part. But, um... Uh, and then for kids, I, I, growing up, I always liked playing the harder games. I wanted uh-huh. to be able to tell everyone... You know, if that game was hard, I beat it. Like, bragging rights, you know? You exactly, yes. Yeah, exactly. So I, I feel like, as far as, like, a link uh, to the past, like, it would be cool if that, that was the last one. Like, you definitely appreciate how how Zelda grew up from from beginning to, to there. But I, I just know if, if it's difficult, I want to be the one to beat it. I want to be the, the first kid to, to come back to the school and be like, I beat it. I know where the good games are at. My dad showed me this game. It was awesome. <laughs> I, I know definitely for me that a link between, uh, not link between worlds, even though that's a, that's an amazing game. Truly love that one. Um, mm-hmm. uh, link to the past. It it got it it got some of the best dungeons in that game, and it still has one of my favorite dungeons and it's uh taking it's in the dark world of course and it's taking the princess into where well, a certain area i won't spoil it uh that's a game that you i feel like you can't spoil like that's a game you 
If you're interested in the Zelda franchise and you just want a good challenge, A Link to the Past is the first one. I, I, would, I mean, not, uh, yeah, A Link to the Past would be a good one to recommend. I, I agree. Like, if you want to appreciate Zelda's, and there's a reason why it's on the top 100 list and very up there for a lot of people, a lot of websites. Exactly. So, uh, moving on. Uh, should people play uh, Skyward Sword after seeing Breath of the Wild? Uh, like the trailer? Hmm. So if they haven't beat it, to, to just wait for the new one is what you're asking? Well, um, because a lot of people have been talking about Skyward Sword uh, and... Like not have saying this a connection, but some of the influences and seeing and people are just bringing up the title. Do you think people should just play it because of you know before they get into Breath of the Wild, you know, Sky Restore might give them an implement uh, implication of what uh, is what is so so influential about this game. And for mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild, because people are just like you know what people keep talking about Sky Resort. Maybe I should give it a try. So, do you think people should do that? Sure. Uh, I I always feel like Zelda has that um, this rich history of, of like these games build off of each other. They all have themes that connect each other, and it, the, the appreciation from game to game just grows the more Zelda games you play. So if, if sure it, it might be annoying to go back and like you never touch a Zelda game. I gotta play all these games. No, no way. But if if you really want to appreciate where this world grew, what this world grew into, uh-huh. you should give, give these give these other games a shot. As far as like just I want to play Breath of Breath of the Wild. Should I play uh, Skyward? I'd say definitely try it. I, I would. I, I'm glad I got through it and beat it. Even though it frustrated me to to hell to beat it. <laughs> It, it, I I can't, I couldn't I started the game and and stopped playing it three different times at, at three different sections. I'm like I can't do this. There, there's for this reason I won't touch it. For for the motion controls, I'm I'm just sick of it. But at that last round, I'm like, you know what? I've gotten this far and I keep coming back. There's a reason I want to finish this, and it's just for the fact that to be able to say I beat that game, I got through it. And it's going to just make my appreciation for a new Zelda game grow. So I would say give it a shot. If it's not for you, you you'll know that pretty early or, or halfway through it. You know what? You got you got a good appreciation of what they were trying to do in Skyward Sword. Right. If you beat it, then you got the full appreciation, and you're able to, to move on and have that under your belt of, of Zelda games you beat. And I feel like I I definitely recommend playing it uh, because it, it's something that needs to be explored. Um, <laughs> as as a gamer, I think it's, it needs to be something explored and, and to realize that you know even though it changed the gameplay mechanics, they they just tried something different. And you don't normally mm-hmm. find that in a lot of games. Definitely in the Zelda games. Of course, when Ocarina of Time came out, they followed that format for, uh, kind of for uh, two whole games. Um, yeah. I, no, actually three whole games. Majora's Mask, Wind Waker, and Twilight Princess. That has always been the formula. And I think Skyward Sword somewhat led to a change with that. And of course, Breath of the Wild is kind of reinventing it uh, with the change in this gameplay. But I feel like Skyward Sword is just something that 
you feel you feel happy when you achieve something in that game when you find something new when you beat a dungeon when you beat a certain area when you find funny points and uh find funny funny points and like the story you know it, it just it does something to you to feel more appreciative when you actually beat something um and i could say that for other zelda games but i'm just like it it feels if I don't know. It feels more rewarding in Skyward Sword, so I do recommend playing that before Breath of the Wild. I I, I will say it's definitely rewarding to to you know this level is so frustrating that I'm tired of seeing this thing about the rubies pop up. Like I already know what five what red rubies are. Stop telling me. But then you like oh man that that guy with the ten swords in his hand like that was awesome that I was able to beat that guy. As it was fun, like throwing bombs at this, like, like making a path with bombs in this section, like that. That those there are still rewards in Skyward Sword. I, I'd say other games have their rewards too, but there's a there's a unique reward system in this one too. Yes. So, um, what did you rate it when it came out, and what would you rate it now? Uh, like like a one out of ten. Um, any uh, rating? Do you want to do? Do you want to do numbers or grades? It's up to you. Sure. Okay, uh, I'd say just early on, I'd say like uh, close to a two, and just I I didn't want to play it. Like once I got into it, I'm like, no, oh, uh, this is more annoying than it's worth actually having fun with. And and then I they kept kept like eating at me and like you should play that game. You bought it for sixty dollars. It was, it, it was worth it in your mind when you first did it. You're like, all right, fine. So you, I tried it again, and little by little, I get more into it, I get more into it. And then now, after beating it, after realizing what it was all about, the story, and each little mechanic, uh, I'd say mechanics, it's still a little bit annoying. It's still, uh, like, I, I don't, don't want to be too negative about it, but it just, it was definitely not my favorite. It, but and that's, and that's at the end of the day, it was unique. Oh, I'm sorry, and, like, and that's fine. You could, I, I enjoyed that you are being critical of it. If you, if it's not your favorite or you don't like it, you're free to say that. Because people, <laughs> I, right, think, well, I think a lot of people understand where you're coming from, and some people will agree with you. Sure, uh, I, I'll just say like it's a little soul sucking to have to like constantly deal with these. Reminders that you're playing a Zelda game. You're just playing a game. Like, stop, stop nagging at me. Stop trying to tell me like you need to. Uh, there, there's so many chests. Like, like go back into the sky and find the chest because that's all you're gonna do in the sky. Go check out this section. Like, there, there was definitely a lot of stuff that annoyed me throughout the game. But mm-hmm. as a whole, looking back and reflecting on it, I'm so glad I beat it. I'm so glad that. There's something to that game in the end. I feel like it was rewarding to to fully complete that game and to get like different hearts to get the Hylian shield, which is like an awesome part of uh, yes of uh, one of the rewards. I'm like, oh, that's cool! Like, look at the like this is the first Hylian shield, guys! Like, there's a reason why it's so awesome. And uh, the the payoff at the end was was kind of fun. Uh, I even enjoyed dealing with the final boss and dealing with the, the, the one guy that was constantly, like, coming back at you and testing your sword play and testing, like, what you've learned so far with the mechanics. So, at, at the end of it, I, I'd give it, like, a like a 7 or, or like, a, 
a higher grade than where it ended up being because I definitely enjoyed it as a whole at the end of it and finally getting through it. Like, while you're doing it, frustrating, it's tough, but at the end of it, reflecting on it, it was fun. Um, uh, when it came out, I gave it a nine. Um, and mm. still to this day, I stick with that nine. Um, because I think I enjoyed it. I laughed. Um, there's a bird that you meet, like, when you first get to the forest, forest woods. And it's like a, this kind of big, it looks like a penguin, I think. And there was something about oh, okay. it. it. There was something about it that I laughed. And I yelled, uh, or I yelled, I'm just, yeah, and I was just like, I put, I yelled out, Nintendo, I want a plushie of him. Like, I literally lost my mind. Cause he was so cute and he was charming, but he, he was so funny. He just made me laugh. And every time I just, was introduced to new things every time I, uh, I found something that I felt like I wasn't supposed to find. It was so exciting. I I just felt like a kid and, and just feeling so giddy about it. Like I'm a 31 year old man at the time in 2011, feeling like uh feeling like a nine year old playing the Zelda game, and it just made me so ha- happy and so giddy. Uh, so that's what I read it as. Uh, and just like I said, the gameplay, the artwork, the music, and all that other stuff. Um, and it just never bored me. It just really challenged me. And and I, when I, I think about it, I feel like if you can handle Dark Souls and Demon Souls, get frustrated and still, but still want to continue to beat it, and you know, like you said earlier, brag about it because you actually beat it. Mm-hmm. Skyward Sword to me is in that kind of same uh, format, that same manner. That if you stick with it, even surpass the frustration, uh, you'll feel rewarding when you actually defeat it. Like yeah, it, that's exactly what happened. that's exactly what happened. So the fact that I can say, you know, I fully beat that game, and sure as hell, like I hated different different sections of it. Uh, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I was finally able to complete the, the whole the whole thing. So, oh, I just love this game. Um, if an HD remake came out, would you pick it up? And what would you like for them to change? I w- I don't even know if they could really change. Like for me, right away, I'm like, get rid of the sword mechanics. Like, that's, <laughs> like fix it. Make it easier. Put it into button form. Like do something about that. But uh, I'm like, what's sad to say is that is the game. That's what they intended, and they built it into everything. So it's kind of you can't get rid of it. Uh, you you gotta accept it. HD remake. Uh, it would be cool to like when you when you compare when you see it now and compare it to newer, fresher looking games. Yes, it could use a little bit of uh, of an upgrade. It could use that that crisp look of, of an HD TV and 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 1080p. Yes, sure. sure. I, it would be something to invest to, maybe not right away, maybe put all your eggs into Breath of the Wild, but one day it might come out. Uh, as far as changing it, I, like, honestly, just leave it. it. It's, it's, that's what they intended. This is what, what was fine. I, I know there's like a bug too or something, or some kind of thing that I was like reading into on one yeah. of the walkthroughs that I hope, I hope that they fixed with it with an HD remake, because I, I hope people don't want to get frustrated with that kind of thing. Yeah, I think it will run a little bit faster. Um, 
and giving it a crispier crispier look in this color in this definition i think that would benefit it well uh just like you there's not much to change about it. i think just make it faster um if they could put it in 60 frames per second i would love that um but other than other than that uh i don't know uh i definitely would want one i would buy day one like, I, and I feel like they would do something like that. Like, yeah, we was we made it, and it came out like in November. Like they did a surprise uh, HD version has finally came out before Breath of the Wild, and just be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll pay sixty dollars for this or forty dollars, whatever they charge. Do you think people would? Yeah, oh, go ahead. I, I think people would would get into it if they really wanted to. But I feel like it'd still be the same crowd. I don't feel like like new people would get into it just as much. Maybe if they did do some kind of changes to the controls or whatnot. But because um, I know that's how some people feel about uh, uh, Twilight Princess when it came out. Everyone's very like, there better not be Wii controls in there. There better not be this. Like, it better be the the GameCube version. Right. And so it, uh, it's just interesting to see how people will react to that. But I, I'm sure, I'm sure there will be a market for it. What would you give it some time, though? What would you do if they had Amiibo functionality added to Skyward Sword for an HD remake? Like picture, picture anything. What would you want with the Amiibo functionality? And in end, let me add if that also carried over to Breath of the Wild. Hmm. Wait, breath, uh, going into Breath of the Wild or going into Skyward? Skyward Sword. Like, if if Skyward Sword, would, you know, allowed you to meet, use Amiibo from um, the Amiibo in the game, and that information also carried over until uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, what would you want it? What would you want it to be? Maybe, like, an extra dungeon with, like, with... Uh, like the wolf mechanics or something like to have to do with uh, with Minna or something. I don't know. Like it's kind of difficult to picture because you, you can't hit- have any other animal in the sky. That like that's the bird. Like, you yeah, can't, but you just hit a horse in the you, game. You, you, you literally really just you literally just hinted at something that I like that you just said. If 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 it helped you helped your character and stuff, that's fine. But what if it saved information from since that's the first Legend of Zelda um, before mm. the whole series started and put it into Breath of the Wild that gave you like more story that opened up a dungeon that had to deal with something with Skyward Sword that kind of explained a little bit more of the story. Like a lost dungeon for Skyward Sword ended up in that version of Hyrule. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of great. Or even like like you see a, a version of the shield, or, or some other stuff from Skyward, yeah. or, or even like a, a section of maybe like a, like Skyview or or the Temple of oh, Skyview. Oh yes! Like like something like that, like to run into that world, like it's on the ground now. Like what happened to Skyloft? Like something like that would be interesting to see. That the bird past the present. That the bird comes down. And you wonder what mm. this bird is, and it recognizes who you are, and it takes you up to the lost city of Skyloft. Oh, uh, even that, yeah. Like the, the, I'd say 
that has way more, uh, Skyward Sword has way more functionality, amiibo-wise, into, uh, Breath of the Wild, as opposed to a new Skyward function. Like, definitely, like, like bringing it to other games mm-hmm. would be really awesome to see. Oh, you just made me so happy, because <laughs> I want to see that now. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> And for our last question, uh, before we go, um, did you get anything out of Skyward Sword, and what did you get out of the Zelda, Zelda franchise in general? Like, so let's start with the first part. Um, what did you get out of Skyward Sword? An appreciation for the the lore of Sky or the lore of Zelda, because I remember just trying to read that timeline. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. I don't know about this, but then. Just seeing each game play out and just playing it in my mind and seeing, like, this is the origin story, I'm like, that's kind of awesome. As far as, like, um, the actual game, I definitely appreciated what they were trying to do with the mechanics. As far as, like, a game design-wise, like, uh-huh. let's, let's really, like, see what we can do with, like, these Wii motion controls. Let's see what we can do with, like... What it would feel like to have an actual sword. I agree. I, I appreciate what they, what they were trying to do. And some of it worked, most of it didn't, and I, I liked, uh, just, they still have a formula, but they're willing to change it a, a couple times, uh, a couple different ways. And I, I agree with you 100%, like, like, changing up the gameplay, um, I, I just feel like they opened up the world and allowed you to explore more and feel more adventurous. Um, I, I, that's what I really liked it. Uh, the thing that I got out of Skyward Sword that um, uh, it was a new direction, and I was and I was happy that they went into this direction in the Zelda franchise because, like I said, it made me think. It made me it made me rethink how to play Zelda and how to approach uh, the Zelda franchise when they change up the gameplay. Um, but what did you get out of the Zelda franchise in general? Like, like any time that you play Zelda, any and it could be from any game, or it could be uh, just something that you want to pinpoint that you just get out of these games. As far as the, the Zelda games in general, just um, I want to say it's just this feeling of, of going from place to place, growing in power, like growing. In a, uh, with with your weapons and with the things you pick up, like there's always something new to get yeah. and to use, and to, that changes with, with like how you keep going from place to place. I, I even like how uh, the progression of like, like like you you're constantly going back to certain places. I know in this one you you there was a dungeon that you didn't know this whole time in this section, but you came back after getting a little bit more powerful. Now you can handle it. Now you can deal with it. Uh, I love like just growing as a character, is growing as a uh, like seeing your hearts fill up and being more powerful, and then dealing with with bigger and more uh, more dangerous creatures. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, just the creativity that gets put into the game, like how they how they think about how a dungeon is designed and how the puzzles in that dungeon works. Like, I always look forward to. What do they put into this game? How do I approach it? And how creative it is? And 
I, I just I always look forward to that and like I love fighting the bosses I love doing the explorations but it, it's always been the creativity put into this game because I feel like they keep changing everything and they do it in such a creative creative way that even when they said oh this dungeon was supposed to be in this game but we decided to put it in this game and add more and change things up like that's cool and stuff but I just like I feel like they sit around and just create a dungeon in a way and just like our assets and stuff just the way they think about it and just be like this is stuff I would never have thought of and uh, like, even and to, to build on that like that dungeon where you have to use the time or the yes. these stones that like that mix the old time and the and present time like everything's destroying the present but everything was beautiful and working in this, I think it was the mine or something. Yeah, like everything's was. working and functioning in that time. Like seeing that, I would never have thought about that mechanic, and that's really cool that they kind of blended that. It and you're still in the present time. Like it was cool to to, to see those mechanics work. Yeah, and those worked. Those definitely were awesome. I love Twilight Princess still. Uh, when uh. <laughs> You get the uh the they call it the killer Drano, uh the spinning clock thing, uh that um I just I love that mm-hmm. that's I love how it keeps moving uh and you're fighting the boss that way. I, there's just because it moves on the roller Yeah, I, I love mm-hmm. that. Um, but yeah, just just the creativity they put into these games. It's just it continues to amaze me. That's why I'm looking forward to Breath of the Wild to see what they put into this game and how long it's gonna take me to play to explore everything. I don't know about you. Um what you what what do you look forward to in Breath of the Wild? I should ask. I I, I personally just uh, so far I, I wanna stay skeptical but I, I know I'm gonna appreciate just them kind of going back and, and like, we want to give people what Zelda was originally intended to be. Yes. Is an exploratory game. Let, let's go back, let's, let's take away these, you know, even in Wind Waker, the mini games are pretty fun. Like, doing the, the things with your boat and doing all the certain things are fun. But, like, let's go back to, like, a giant world, a giant mountain range, a giant, like, open land. There's, there's secrets everywhere. Like, let's give them, let's give that back to them. Let's let them, find and build their own story as opposed to here's a linear story, follow it along, go to this dungeon first, go to this dungeon next. Like let's let them kind of piece it together. Let's let them see this section. Like that's really hard. These guys are killing me right away. Let's not go there first. Let's let's get more powerful first and come back there later. Now, that's what I'm looking forward to. And just a side question and we're gonna end the show after this question. Um do you think Horizon Zero Dawn will be Sony's um, The Legend of Zelda? You know, that might that might be a great comparison because it is there. There's there's this hidden story that you have to explore and, and understand what's going on with these these mechs or these these creatures. Like what happened before, and, and I, I agree that that'd be kind of a great comparison. I, I know Okami is Capcom's The Legend of Zelda. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, because Horizon Zero Dawn and supposedly March 2017 is supposed to be the release date for The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, but I, I am looking forward to Horizon Zero Dawn. And like, yeah, I, I hear nothing but great things about Horizon. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm very now. That's the game I'm skeptical about because of the story. When they first showed the trailer, I'm just like, that doesn't make no sense. But um, I really can't wait to play it. Uh, I mean, that's that's all you can hold forward to or look forward to. It's like as long as you want to try it out and see for yourself. Like that, that's great. Like go check it out, man. I'm I'm definitely getting it. Yeah, oh, it's a it's a one day first day purchase for me anyway because I know people is not gonna buy it around in my area, but I will have that game, and that's the game that uh, hopefully a lot of people could talk about and discuss. I can't wait to hear what people say. Uh, and uh, the breath, uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. I can't wait to hear how people's stories of that game and what they did. <laughs> Um, be discussed. Be like, oh, you did this. I did that. I know uh, Brian Altano and the uh, crew uh, NVC on their latest podcast. They talked about different things with Bill Trinity, uh Talked about what they all did within the game. They'd be like, wow, you did that. I can't believe you did that. And that's the discussions I can't wait to have. Um, that that's why they're building it. They really want to to get that back. That feeling of like, this is your own story. That's what you ran into. Share that with your friends. And with that, everybody, that is our discussion about Skyward Sword. Um, we didn't really talk about uh, not the full story, like uh, pieces to pieces, you know, like breaking the game down. Uh, we just wanted to see why why it's been one of uh, a very decisive game. Um, I recommend playing it. Uh, George, do you recommend playing it? If Give you it- want to appreciate the world of Zelda, <laughs> sure. If you just want a regular game... There's probably a better yeah. game. If, if, you don't, if you don't feel comfortable breaking <laughs> Skyward Sword, and that's fine, which Zelda game yeah. do you uh, recommend? Like, if your personal favorite, if your personal favorite, what would you recommend? My very, very personal favorite is uh, Link's Awakening. That's, to me, like, my favorite Zelda game. Uh, as far as, like, uh, the one that kind of encompasses all of them, probably check out, like, Link to the past, but I mean, like you said, like it, that's something you, you need to really appreciate. So I, I'd say if you want a new Zelda, probably uh, either Twilight if you want realistic, or Wind Waker if you want to check out that the the cool graphics. Like I, I really love Wind Waker. I, I'd say Wind Waker overall. Wind Waker Try that overall. one first. Okay. And, but do get Link's Awakening because that game is fantastic from the time you press start to you find out what the ending is. Like, I, mm-hmm. I stayed up almost five hours on a school night, Monday through Friday, <laughs> playing that game. Like, I, I was so into uh, Link's Awakening. Um, I actually had the original version, and then when the DX version came out for the Color Game Boy, mm-hmm. I got that game too and played it the same way. I was just like... I love this game. Link's Awakening is like really high up there for me. That's awesome. Yep, that's that's my favorite for mm-hmm. sure. So, um, any plugs? Where can we find you? Or you know, let us know what's up. <laughs> uh, you can find me at uh, GeoGenesis nine 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 if you wanted to hit me up, yell at me that uh, I didn't say any good things about Skyward, or you <laughs> could uh, check out. Uh, Simon's Cake, that's where uh, me and my fellow hosts, uh, Camille and Joe, talk about, we pick a game, we check it out, we, we discuss it, good and bad, and we have a good time talking about it. So that's Simon's Cake. You can find that on Twitter, you can find us, uh, you can find pretty much everything we do at simonscake.wordpress.com. And and yeah, hit us up, check us out. We're even doing Let's Plays now on YouTube, Simon's Cake. 
And what is your current let's play? Yeah, we're doing uh, Chrono Trigger for uh, our current let's play, which we're having. A, we're actually having a blast, like doing the the voices to different characters and everything. So I'm, I'm glad uh, Joe brought that to the table when we're doing that one. Oh yes, yes. Hold on, who's mm-hmm. doing the girls? Camille? Does she got to do all the girls? Uh, Camille is doing Ma. I'm doing Luca. Or Marley, yeah, and I'm doing Luca. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. wow. Yes! It, hold mm-hmm. on, is it this, is this Camille's and Joe's first time playing Chrono Trigger? This is my first time and Camille's first time playing Chrono Trigger. Are you serious? Joe is the better. Yeah, I haven't touched it. I know. It's a shame. It's a big shame. <laughs> so Joe is sharing it with us. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I love Chrono mm-hmm. Trigger. That's why I get so happy about it. Anytime anyone play Chrono Trigger or Secret of Mana, I kind of just feel like a cartoon character running back and forth with with happiness. Because those are mm-hmm. one of my, those are two of my top RPGs of all time that I love. Uh, uh, I, I can see like why people really love this one, like like Chrono Trigger. It's it's really getting to me. I, I enjoy like just the little details of everything they do in that game, even the little sprite animations. Mm-hmm. To even even the story and how like the times connect and, and seeing differences, it's it's really that and like you said, Secret of Mana. These games need to be appreciated. People yes. need to play these games. And the bad thing about it, I have to shut up about Quarter uh, Trigger because I want to say something, but I can't. So I will shut up. And uh, you guys can find optional opinion on the Nominous Radio Network dot You can also uh, follow me, subscribe to me on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at that Code, T H A T R E T R O C O D E, and follow me on Facebook under Edward Varnell. Um, you can email the show at myop2comment at yahoo.com that's n-y-o-p the number two c-o-m-m-e-n-t at yahoo.com i am doing uh, my backlog bash uh blowout uh Right now, I'm playing the Gears series, um, so I just got to start working on Gears 3 before June 30th, and then I'm going to be starting Watch Dogs. I know I uh, talked about it a little bit with my friends, um, but I'm going to get more to it starting July 1st. Um, do check out in the coming months. Uh, look out for September. I'm doing uh, volume two of uh, the beauty of video games, and this year I'm doing genres. Uh, so I'm doing sports, platformers, and RPGs. So George, I might be calling on you for one of them. <laughs> Anytime, I'm available. Just let me know. All right. Uh, so do look out for that. Um, thank you again, once again, George. Uh, for having this discussion with me I know there's more people who want to have the discussions about Sky Resort so please be on the lookout for that that will probably come up sometime in the future but with that everybody have a great weekend have a great week have a great day whenever you're listening to this podcast enjoy family friends uh, have fun spread love and be cool with each other respect each other Um, and with that we are out bye Bye-bye.